Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Sarah Michelle Galleroff, Buffy the to We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. Mm-hmm. We're the pop culture professors. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. And you know, we're smart people, but you know we're talking dumb topics. It is so true. And mm-hmm. why do we call ourselves the professors of pop culture? Well, interesting facts. We've both taught at the college level and we have master's degrees. And yet we still somehow manage to watch at least 275 <laughs> hours of television every week. Uh, I, did my, I did my work by watching three solid hours of Married at First Sight last night alone. Yeah. Well, I watched two this morning. And that's just a regular episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Universities are also studying us mm-hmm. to see how we get this done. And mm-hmm. we've been asked to donate our bodies to science. You know, we're figuring it out. Uh, but this podcast is all about the the art and uh, academic pursuit of understanding the world of stand mm-hmm. Caitlin, what are you currently standing right now? Well, you know, I am standing a podcast of one of our recent guests, mm. Growing Out the Pod, hosted <gasps> by Amanda Hunt and Kara Emanuele. It is a podcast all about hair mm-hmm. and I'm loving it and I'm laughing and I am relating to things and I'm hoping to be on because it's mm-hmm. one of those where you start sort of like telling your own story to yourself. Mm-hmm. Kind that. of like uh, WTF with Mark Maron, except about bangs. Mm, I love that. Well, I'm a huge fan of Amanda. I also love the podcast. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. I, I'm standing something a little different this week. Okay, that's fine. You know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much, but I, I will preview a little bit. Today, we're obviously going to be talking about friends. And I, before we get there, I, I was alarmed, to say the least, when I saw that James Corden had anything to do with uh, this reunion special. And I can already see our amazing panelists are all having big reactions to it. And here's the thing. I was not happy about it. But I took a moment this week to go, when did I start seeing his name and getting upset? Because I <laughs> okay, yeah. used to see his name and get excited. I used to have quite a thing for him. And so I, I'm on a journey right now trying to figure out where it all went wrong exactly. And I've gone back to the beginning. And I am standing this week, Gavin and Stacey, because Gavin and Stacey was so fun and good and lovely. And... I just, I think, I think James needs to stop doing the Weight Watchers commercials and go back to Gavin. That's all I I'm didn't saying. even know he was doing Weight Watchers commercials. He did it with Oprah. It was a lot. I can't. I, oh, my. Oh, my. I just want to say, James, go back to your roots because that's the James I stand. That's the James I love. I miss you, James. Whoever well, this creature is you've become, let him go. Let him go, James. Come back to us. Mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, stands are mm-hmm. still here. We'll yeah. accept you. Nature can heal you too, James. That's what I want to say today. This is very gracious of you, saying that you will accept him if Mm -hmm. if he's willing to change. That's huge. Yeah, it's it's transformation. Um, (laughs) but today we're here to talk about something that honestly has never failed us, except for sometimes when it did, and we'll talk about that. (laughs) We 
are talking about the classic sitcom Friends in anticipation of the reunion coming up this week. And yeah, we have a super panel. We have a superstar panel because to talk about a topic as big and as important as Friends, we needed true experts. We needed true academics. We needed true stands. And so today we've got the incredible Brett White. Hello. Chris Lewis. Hello. Yeah. And we're bringing back our girl, Lauren Adams. Hello. Hello, panel. I have to say, this is actually a very big moment. We've never met before. This is the first time we're meeting Chris. I <laughs> love it so much, Chris, because this is just like how our relationship started. You slid into our DMs on We Stand Social. As I am one to do. And... We love it. We've been, I've oh, been, wow. the takes, the shade, the joy, the celebration we get in our inbox from you. It's been so fun. So we're so delighted <laughs> to share some space with you today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> and of course, it, Brett, I mean, the encyclopedic knowledge of television that resides inside Brett White. I... It's overwhelming <laughs> from must have seen TV. <laughs> Yeah, I have my own podcast, Must Have Seen TV, which y'all came on to talk about mm-hmm. uh, dinosaurs, an episode involving a golden horn. And, and, well, <laughs> di- another show um, I could talk about yeah. nonstop, but I'm going to, I can't. Thank you. Thank you. When's the dinosaurs reunion? Yes. Oh, it oh, can't happen. The mama. Jessica Walter died. Hey, if the Connors can truck Sorry. along without Roseanne. <laughs> great point. Great point. And we have Lauren Adams. <laughs> Before we began recording, we identified as the fourth green sister. That's the nicest compliment anyone could have ever paid me. I don't think there's a higher. I truly don't either because they're great. They're like, you think like we love Rachel. She's, Mm -hmm. you know, meant to be our female lead. Right. Even though we love them all equal. And then the sisters are delicious, terrible, great characters. And they're worse than Mm -hmm. Reese. Christina Applegate. Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) When the morning show happened, I was just like, get Christina Applegate on. uh, Just a cameo. Come on. Listen, there's still time. There's still time. I won't watch the show until she's on it. (laughs) I really won't. I haven't seen an episode. That's a good hunger strike. I like your principles. So this gets us right into it. I mean, we're already talking green sisters. But the first thing we want to know from each person is, you know, what is your friend's journey? How did Mm -hmm. you become a Friends fan? Was it in real time as it was airing? Was it in syndication, DVDs, what have you? Uh, and, and and have you, you know, stopped along the way? It's okay. Go through your roller coaster of emotions. Well, I'll jump in. You know, mm-hmm. I guess like, if you know, we want to talk credentials. My credential mm-hmm. is that... Um, you are the fourth green sister. I'm the fourth green sister. <laughs> thank you. And then um, also my mom cut the cord to our TV because of Friends. Like she <gasps> cut the cable cord. Even though Friends was on... NBC and not cable, no. huh? Yeah. <laughs> get the rabbit ears out. You're fine. I don't think she understood that. And she was mm-hmm. like, you guys, she called us vidiots. And <gasps> and she didn't like that they were living together, men and women, because my mother's very Catholic. So we can't have, like, mm-hmm. very Catholic. We can't have them living together, not married. No, so not. Mm-hmm. Um, friends really... At that point, I think I dug my heels in harder and I was like, I'll watch it all and I'll watch it all. I've seen it maybe a thousand times, but (laughs) it did cause my mom to cut the cable cord and call us videos. So, wow. I watched it in real time when it was on. Vidiots is classic. It's so my mom. I have a similar journey. Because <laughs> uh, I like, so it started in, you know, fall 94. It was September something, 94. So I was in fifth grade. And I, this was, let I me mean, like, the 94, 95 TV season is when I became an adult. Yeah. <laughs> because before that, it was it was TGIF. And then this is the year that I started watching X-Files, Seinfeld, ER, Friends. But when my mom found out that there were lesbians on oh. in season one, because I, I came in like season one. Uh, we couldn't watch it. And then my sister had to tell my mom the lesbians aren't in every <gasps> episode. 
And so then we could watch it. It should have been. It should have been justice for Carol and Susan. But so then we watched it. Then it became our family show for 10 years. And we watched it every Thursday night. And I, yeah, and I watched it every Thursday night for for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That is so interesting. I thought this question was coming. And honestly, I can't even (laughs) tell you when it began. It's like it was on in... The only episode that I remember watching like live is actually the last one. Oh, right. interesting. Other than that, it's like mm-hmm. it's always been on. Yes. It is just a yeah. constant loop. Um, on any given channel, mm-hmm. you can turn it on and you're gonna be on an episode of Friends, no matter what season. I feel like they mm-hmm. all feel like home. It's comfort, cozy. chicken soup. Uh, today I watched one from every season and I was just dropped in, just like I'm happy in all ten of these. <laughs> yes. I, love that. I know people feel like it gets worse as it goes along. Certainly I think we peaked at a certain point, but honestly, I love them all. I think we I think it's one of is it problematic? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But it is also one of the all time great, you know, sitcoms. Yeah. It's an incredible sitcom. Problems, yes. Yeah. Yes. Really you know, <laughs> I have to say I am also in the camp of my parents did not like this TV show. Actually, I don't know what my mom thought about it, but my dad hated it. And I was pretty, I was really young when it first came out. So like, I just remember my dad making fun of it at like a like dinner party or something. Like I remember him complaining about it before I was even like cognizant of it, but it was just like not really an option until like Chris said, when it started being in syndication and it would come on like in the afternoon sometimes. And then dad wasn't home to complain and mom was busy doing something else. So I would watch it out of order and out of sequence, but I didn't really get into it until I got to college. And then apparently everyone I knew had already seen every episode. I could quote it. And so then I was like, oh, I've got some work to do. Right. That's those DVD box sets, those DVD, like this was like TV on DVD peak was when yes. Friends mm-hmm. finally came but out. But the DVDs are different. Uh, yeah, they uh-huh. have the extended. I had so many of the full sets. So well, and I thought I was cool because I showed up to the dorms with my, you know, DVDs of Buffy and Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. and everyone was like, but where's your friends? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and we all need our own sets of these, even though yeah. we all live together. And by the way, thank God you had Gilmore Girls. Thank you. Well, I, I was did. the opposite. I <gasps> never watched Buffy or Gilmore Girls, but I had wow. all, all the friends. Wow, wow, wow. 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 We need I should say way. that, like, I love how chaste and good all of your households are because, like, <laughs> my famous story with how I was raised is that I saw um, mm-hmm. the Santa Claus and recognized Neil from um, Fast Times Original. <laughs> I should say this, though. It was never about, for my parents, it was never about what really, it wasn't really about appropriate or inappropriate. It was just about what they found annoying. Like, my, my dad <laughs> took me to see True Lies in second grade. Like, he wasn't really worried about appropriate. He was just like, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate a man of taste. Discerning. Yeah. Yeah. I think I relate to Brett's story the most because I, I, I feel like it was like the most, it was like the first adult show that I watched on my own. There were things I would watch yeah. with my parents and my parents didn't, they, they fell in between. They didn't care. They definitely wouldn't care about like gay uh, uh, representation or they'd be for gay representation on television, but like. They didn't personally connect or like it at all. They found it kind of annoying. But I remember my mom bought me a book and like when it was like maybe season three and it was like, you know, those like unofficial guide to Love friends. Those. Oh my God. Oh. I have one of those. I definitely have yeah. one of those. Yeah. And I remember my mom just being like, look, it's, it's like the little, it's like the show you like and it's a book. <laughs> and I, <was laughs> oh like, my God. I remember it's sixth grade. I, so sixth grade is season two, right? 95, 96. Mm-hmm. I had a friend's t-shirt and I wore it to sixth Ooh, grade and then yes. everyone, basically everyone called me gay. Which, I mean, spoiler alert, well, right. they were right. I didn't know at the time. <laughs> so I never wore it to school again. The Friends Aww. t-shirt became also, a sleep shirt. Friends is like the least gay, other than the lesbians, it's the least gay-friendly show. It is the most gay, panicky, worst show like <laughs> in the history of the world. Chandler and Joey's whole thing is, Tough it up, man. We're not gay. I 
I've never seen a penis. It's true. It's true. But in real life, liking things and like having an opinion yes. and being sophisticated is gay. Which to is middle schoolers, it's the worst. It's the yeah, worst thing. It's like, it's like, oh, Brett has an opinion. Okay. <laughs> Look, if we want to get right into the James Corden of it all and how angry I am, we can. Ooh. It's so Ooh. strange. There's like a thousand other people who fear and feel more qualified. Paul Rudd. No, the what has kept friends in the cultural lexicon and has gotten us to this reunion are women and gay men. Thank mm-hmm. you. He did not need like the like the, there would be no friends reunion. James Corden it's, coming like, for the gays gig again. <laughs> James Corden, like get out of here. Wow, good point. Although, who is his agent? I would, you know, I could, like, he's, he's gotta be good. I do think that executives just think he's gay, no matter how many times he talks about his wife. <laughs> I think that T, like, executives yeah. are just I like, she was. he's queer, right? Let's yeah. get Corden. <laughs> Let's get Corden. We need, like, a, we need a household gay. And they don't understand that he's not. They're like, he's LGB anti. Right? <laughs> They're like, he's one of those letters. He's gotta be. That's Honestly, what I think happens sometimes. Like, Reese Witherspoon could have hosted this. Like, she's very Honestly. everywhere. Uh, wow. I didn't even ever land on that. And when I tell you, I just, like, went to heaven there are a million and one people that could have done it the only thing i have to say is i will get more into this a little bit later in the show is i think in history books we'll look back on this and we'll go oh right they did this during a pandemic like i think (laughs) a lot of choices were logistical that's what i'm gonna say and i think Gordon was already getting tested every day He was probably just wandered on the set and they grabbed him. He was like, uh, just throw him on there. He's there. He isn't even on NBC, right? Isn't he on CBS? Yes. It's not even a corporate partner. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, shouldn't Seth Meyers have done it? Shouldn't have Jimmy done it? That would have been at least nominally better. I mean, yeah. Amber Ruffin. Amber actually would have been my god i mean yeah for sure <laughs> he's not even american or um or a cole or dylan he Sprouse. should have been vanessa bayer <gasps> right <laughs> wow a sprouse brother i just got yeah chills. a sprouse oh that would have been great because only one of them did it right just I think they, did they both switch no, out i thought it was when was it is, I, is that not back when they were still switching but i think I one know. of them got fired i do think <laughs> and i'm sure it was dylan i think dylan 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 did fewer episodes cole is the main one Okay. That little troublemaker. Because I'm pretty sure I I think I just watched recently an interview where Cole admits like his first crush was on Jennifer Aniston. Oh, same. And honestly, they could date now. I'd be fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that fucked up? It's not her kid. Ben was not her child. Ben was not her child. Uh, This (laughs) feels like a good time to ask. Now, a fun thing that we've done through the years is be like, which character are you, right? So I'm curious, how does everyone here self-identify? Do you self-identify as one of the friends? I'm a Chandler. Like, I'm just going to just jump right the fuck in. That's great. I was going to say, I feel like we were all on time. This is a group of Monica's. Yeah, everyone was early. <laughs> this is a group of Monica's. I I, I feel it spiritually. I, I know it. <laughs> If Chandler had actually been gay in that season one episode, mm-hmm. I on, I wrote a piece about this for work. I was like, if, Chan- mm-hmm. if they had actually not chickened out and made him gay in season one when that coworker thought he was gay, mm-hmm. it would have changed my entire life. I would have come out like 10 years earlier. Ugh. That feels like a network note. Like, we can't have Chandler be gay. No. You can make Carol gay, but we can't have Chandler be gay. And then, I honestly, like, Chandler is emblematic of my journey with friends is because seasons one through four, Chandler, 100% love great so funny the fourth the fifth dentist cave and now they're all recommending trident like ah i love it and then back half of the season he does not make one good joke for the next six seasons it is all gay panic and it is all bullshit and it makes me so angry 
Huh. So that's he gets quite lazy. What? What season did he go to rehab? Which which is the Phoenix season? Oh, it's early. It's like two or three. It's, it's when she's dating three. Richard because they come in with the mustaches and like Chandler really skinny with like that goatee is like not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he go twice? He goes twice. He also, yes. And he yeah. gets really big in like what season seven or so. Yeah. That's again like yeah. he had drastic yeah. uh, physical extreme yeah. reactions to both yeah. contestants. Yeah. Oh, I love Matthew Perry. Oh. Of course, of course. Fools rush in. I love him too. Yeah, I saw oh, him. Oh, oh, fools rush in. Oh, whole ten, whole nine, whole ten yards. The whole yeah, Yards yeah. franchise? The Yards. <laughs> I love the yards. His work currently on that app talking to young women. I really love everything he's up to. <laughs> the Raya. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so we think we all have, might have Monica tendencies due to being punctual for this appointment. I'm punctual, but I am not a clean freak, so I'm right. punctual. So I would say I'm like a Rachel Green mm-hmm. with like a Monica Rising is what yeah. I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Yeah, that makes sense. I think so. And probably yeah. a Phoebe Moon. You know, I'm like a combo, but I'm primarily Rachel Green. Yeah, I feel like I have Chandler, Monica, Phoebe-ish, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. auras. Does anyone have Joey? <laughs> no, but I think I'm a, I think I, if I'm being really honest with myself, I think I'm a Phoebe Ross. Oh, that's great. Honestly, that's great. I'm a Monica Ross, you know, and look, I don't love that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize the flaws. Just like with the show Friends, you recognize the flaws mm-hmm. in the beauty. Absolutely. You know? So no one like, is a Joey. I don't see myself as a Joey. I appreciate sandwiches. I like to sure. love sandwiches. Okay, I could, I can, I, and I will say I, I don't really, I had to come to loving sharing food. But originally <laughs> I was like, this is very, this is weird. But now I I love it. Now I'm like, sure, eat whatever. Yeah, I eat yeah. like Joey. Although in COVID, not so much. Sure. Um, I am an actor, so I probably do have a snack of Joey and I love sandwiches. So I'm probably more Joey than I'd like to. You might to be admit. all the friends. Wow. <laughs> I think I might be all four, the friends. I, mean. <laughs> I, didn't, wow. I didn't say Chandler or Ross, but. Yeah. See, I even though I'm a performer, that's why I go towards Phoebe though, because she's a little, she's yeah. not, she's doing her own thing. She's a little messy, she's a little quirky, a little dangerous. But I am still a professor that shows up for work, so there's my Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that for you. You know, do you show up with an accent? Um, no, but I do show up with a bag full of my emotional damage. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever dated a student? Yeah, have you ever oh, dated oh, a student? Oh, <laughs> not yet. And oh. to any of my chairs that are listening, I never would. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're dead as Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. The cameos. Talk about a crush. Yeah, all the Willis kids are going <laughs> to, <laughs> to NIFA and studying under Lauren Britton. <laughs> you had be- rumor, right? You had rumor yeah, this, yeah. this mm-hmm. semester. Yeah, just like just like I had Taryn Killian's daughter in my improv for five-year-olds class. Oh, wow. Perfect. That was a couple of years ago. Uh, well, you know what? I think, Caitlin, it's time. We clearly have some serious friends, Alex. We have some serious friends. These are some serious stand stands, so I think it's time to play our first game. All right, we're going to play a game called Almost Friends. We can't imagine our six friends as anyone else, but they were competitors. I'm going to describe these actors and you tell me who almost booked friends. I'm going to ask you each a question. If the person doesn't know it, another contestant can steal after they've passed or gotten a wrong answer. All right, Brett, I'm going to start with you. Oh, God. This straight man eventually booked a 9 p.m. NBC must-see Thursday sitcom where he was half the titular characters, but only after he wasn't cast as Ross. Oh, is that like Eric McCormick? Nailed it! On the board. Can we imagine Will as Ross? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah. fine. But I read that it was Ross was mostly written for David Schwimmer. He is after, I think, Lisa Kudrow giving like the best yeah. comedic performance. I he's think you're right. so fun. Even when Ross is like a complete asshole, he's so, so funny, particularly in the later seasons when they just let him do weird stuff. He's so fucking I mean, I, funny. I love the like to get you into bed, like the the weird oh, choices right. yeah, he yeah. makes. 
He's from the yeah, beginning. And they can give him anything, and it's so good. He, he makes interesting choices that are great. He's so funny. I he worked at a theater company I worked at one summer, and my roommate was his one of his stage managers. And after rehearsal one night, the everyone was at the bar, and my roommate had a few too many drinks and was like, let me introduce you to David Schwimmer. I was like, I don't think this is the move right now. She's like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. I was <laughs> no, like, it is. okay. And she very drunkenly um, introduced me and he was very nice. Now, a couple days later, the same thing happens because it's we were in a small upstate, like we were upstate New York. There's not a lot of bars. So we end up at the same bar. My roommate, once again, a little drunk goes, Lauren, 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 I want to introduce you to someone. And I'm not really paying attention. I'm like, okay, because I've also had a few drinks. And she goes, David, I want to introduce you to my roommate. And <laughs> he was so gracious. But in like perfect Ross intonation, he was like, this was super fun when you introduced me the first time. Hi, Lauren. I love your earring. Like, remember, my name was very polite. Like, the t- it was very sweet. But it's, it was just like. Love it was timing. such a time. It was, his timing was impeccable. Ross Trash, David Swimmer, a king. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but he's the one that was like, we all get paid the same, or mm-hmm. like it's like he you- and Jennifer. And Jennifer basically, yeah. they said right. we'll take less so that everybody. I like can't. They're like, we're not. That. We'll. We're not, they're like, pay these dregs underneath of us a little bit more, please. <laughs> I cannot fathom that. Having worked in television and negotiated contracts, I cannot fathom another actor being like, I'll take less so we can all make the Unbelievable. same. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that their it. reps let them do it. It was so smart. Yeah. Which is also, though, why it makes me hate Patrick Dempsey even more because he would. And honestly, I would, I would, I will rocket this podcast into a completely different thing if we start. That's actually. We can't even go in. That's sorry. actually a great point. I'm so that's sorry. actually a great I'm point. Let's, 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 I will leave. That's honestly. a great point. All right. The next question is for Lauren Adams. Oh, I'm nervous. This former Scientologist queen ended up on CBS after not Malibu shoring up the role of Monica. <laughs> oh, should I know this? Is it. Is it? Is it? Um, it's not Kirstie Alley, is it? Mm-mm. Is it? Um, Leah Remini? Yes. Okay. On the board. I was like Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> no, too young, but she's still in yeah, there. I was like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Leah. She no, as that would have that would no. I w- I wish that her pregnant uh the the giving birth lady had come back because mm-hmm. her and Joey together in that one episode were so good. Oh yeah, her yeah. and Joey together, I could have watched that for an entire God. season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen Leah Remini on Friends, just not as Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We agree. All right, Chris. Oh boy. After she didn't book Phoebe, her life just continued on the D list. Kathy Griffin. Yeah! <laughs> That's the worst one yet. <laughs> Not well, right for Phoebe. Wait, I don't know if this is blowing up any future trivia things, but like Lisa Kudrow was cast as Roz on Frasier. And she I know, I did love the that. pilot, and then they were like, this ain't working. Um, I genuinely thought you said she was cast, cast as Roz. <laughs> and I was like, I would have liked cool, to have awesome. seen that, honestly. Uh, oh, yeah. Lisa Kudrow, so good. No, no, that does not blow up any trivia, but that is so interesting. And it seems like she ended up winning the role of Phoebe basically because they liked her as Ursula on Mad About yes. You. Yes. Not because of her audition. Ugh, life. So here's how you get cast on a sitcom. Be on another one, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really it. That's honestly how it works. That's it. We love it. All right, back to Brent. Tied oh, God. across the board. All right. This voice actor was brought back as Phoebe's boyfriend, David, after narrowly missing the role of Joey. Oh, Hank Azaria? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you imagine if you had Simpsons money and Friends money? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I know, criminal. And the birdcage like, money. This man, is <laughs> he'd be rolling it. He in. had to give up like two characters on Simpsons and he's still so rich because he does nine million Simpsons. Oh, yeah. He'll Wait, never, but I mean, he was almost. And secretly high. He was almost Joey, though. Like, that yeah. does not track. He would have been better as a Ross. That's where it's I would have put right? him in. I think the original Joey was a very different Joey. I think he was suave, right? Wasn't he yeah, like I don't a think hot, he was, yeah. like likable? Yeah, I think he was kind well, of. A... Well, Joey is also suave at the beginning, and then just becomes like an idiot. Yeah, kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can't put his own shoes on by the finale. <laughs> <laughs> 
going on? And they're like, spinoff. Yes. <laughs> spinoff for the guy who can't dress himself. We got to get this guy a spinoff. Oh, my God. All right. Lauren Adams. Oh, yeah. Okay. This Tina Fey muse got her start on Allie McBeal after being denied Rachel. Jane Krakowski. That is right. Yeah. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Jane Krakowski. Lovely. And she might have been a good Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. More of a Phoebe, in my it's, opinion. Yeah. You yeah. take. You can see it either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. She can do anything. She's honestly. very That's funny oh, and yeah. very good. She'd be a great Chandler. <laughs> honestly, I'd love to see her Joey. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Her Joey would be interesting. Yeah, that's basically Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see her Susan. Mm. Um. I'd like to see her Gunther. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why didn't you do the couch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, the final one. This 80s star eventually found sitcom stardom on CBS and even won an Emmy, but he didn't win Chandler. Oh my God, I'm forgetting his name, but of course he was on Two and a Half Men. Yes. John. Yeah. John Cross. Yeah! Wow, there were no steals, 100%. Never perfect. seen an episode of Two and a Half Men. You don't need to. You know. You Never know. Well, I actually, John Cryer's Chandler is kind of fun. That makes sense, too. It yeah. makes sense. He would be, it really yeah. He would have been great. Ducky? Yes, Ducky. Yeah, but Ducky. my take is if he had landed the role, Chandler and Monica would have never ended up together. It would have been, we would have gone somewhere true. different. Yeah. Chandler would have been turned out to definitely be gay. They wanted Monica and Joey to be together, like the pilot. Like that was mm-hmm. like the thing they huh. were in like the pitch, I think. And the like mm-hmm. the initial character descriptions, they said like huh. they might get together. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Well, you guys aced that. Thank you. Thank you for playing <sighs> Almost Friends. This was so good. This was so good. We're gonna take a quick break, uh, simply because I need to cool down because this is just too hot. We'll be right back. <laughs> Stan Stans, the time has come. We Stand Together is back live on stage with a whole new show full of games, quizzes, Hannibal references nobody asked for, and so much more. It's so true. Monday, June 28th at 10.30 p.m., we're going to be live on stage at the Squirrel Theater's residency at Caveat on Clinton Street in Lower East Side, New York City. So go right now to thesquirrelnyc.com to buy your tickets. They're only $15 in advance. There's going to be beer, wine, laughs, other human beings sitting at tables. Remember tables? Oh my god, I've missed tables, and we've missed you too, Stan Stans. So don't forget to bring your proof of vaccination to Caveat Theater on June 28th. We'll see you there, Stan Stans. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. We've all cooled down and we're ready to dive into the second half. And we've got we had some big questions to ask. First and foremost, you know, something Caitlin and I are so intrigued by is the fact that Friends has staying power and has even managed to capture interest from Gen Z. They love it. Which is they which seems so wild to me because, you know, we've we've sort of hinted at the fact that Friends is not without its problems. And so we're so curious if we if you have thoughts about why do we why can we look past the issues and embrace this show? I think just structurally it works really well. Yeah. I think just like every single thing is there. The chemistry between the, the all of them, the even the the concept of it, this like the idea that it's these people who are finding themselves in this interesting time of life where your friends matter the most to you. Mm-hmm. That is something that like every single person is going to experience, be it if you go to college, if you don't, mm-hmm. there's you're always going to have that connection. Um, and it's always going to feel, I think, like the most interesting storytelling because it's um not the dominant narrative you hear of the most. Yeah. And it's they live close to it's just like and, and it it is both like hard joke funny. And, and also like comfort food mm. like in the sense that you they live close together like the apartments are big and like you don't want them to actually live in like a shitty apartment <laughs> you want them to be in these apartments that you want to live in like everything about it is wish fulfillment in a way that is like really fun while well paired it with like genuinely great jokes and like people who are attractive <laughs> and knowable mm. yeah okay. i also think comedy if we look back at comedy it never ages great mm. comedies don't generally age great and tv is always of a time and doesn't because we evolve and change and grow, thank goodness. And if you like look back at friends, like it kind of is groundbreaking in some ways. Like yeah. mm-hmm. we have three women who are like being sexual beings and like not feeling like they need to like get married and have kids at the same time. Not competing like, usually either. Like they're all there yes. for they're all there for each other, you know? And they all mm-hmm. have careers that are important. They're not the men are not for them to like Rachel in the first episode is walking away from this super stable married life to be yeah. like, I want to be like a, a me, a, a, an autonomous person in the city and do my thing. Like look at you, Monica. Like mm-hmm. you're here and you're doing your thing. So I, I think it is and like, you know, it it definitely bumped your mom and my mom, Brett, in that it was like promiscuous and gay and so they had the first gay wedding on television ever i think Mm -hmm. it's a big deal so even though it's like no it's all white people it's all straight people and the beginning of the show is super sex positive yes like this i feel like as the show as the show goes on it becomes more kind of like oh my god like i can't sleep with this person or i have to wait monica sleeps with the guy in the first beginning in episode one they're like who cares Mm -hmm. and it's also just like whatevs who like yeah and her fellow her fellow chef is that woman from ellen oh right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. she's only in that one episode it's great well she's great on ellen audrey on ellen um see i i have the theory 
and I want to actually, at some point, actually do the scholarly, scholarly study. I do actually think that the first four seasons are void of a lot of the gay panic and stuff mm. that definitely, for some reason, comes up in the back half. Like, mm. there, yeah. there really isn't a lot isn't of Isn't Chandler's dad, they'll mention Chandler's in the early dad seasons, is, yeah. and that's always gay Yeah, uh, then the, the end, it gets, oof, it gets yeah, wild it at the end. But, like, it isn't every episode. Uh... And I do think that, like, the characterizations and stuff are so rich in the first four seasons. Like, everyone has multiple, not multiple personalities, but they have, like, these multifaceted... Monica isn't mm-hmm. always competitive, you know? Phoebe right. isn't yeah. always insane. Joey is not... Joey can put on his shoes in the first four seasons. <laughs> so I do think that, like, those first four... Later, it's getting a little tougher for him. <laughs> those first four, like... I mean, I wrote a... For the 25th anniversary, I wrote this... I rewatched all of season one and wrote a, per, a, a piece, a big piece, about, like, you can hate Friends all, ever, all you want, blah, blah, blah. You, no one can argue the first season of Friends is one of the greatest seasons of television to ever exist. To, yeah, to start that. out with that pilot, and then like the one with the blackout is like episode four or something. Like it's. Oh, I think season three is probably the best season, and I'd argue one yes. of the best seasons of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, it's like one where no one's ready, one with the football. Like season three is probably yeah, <gasps> the one with the football. football. I like yeah. that too. But like, and I would wonder if Gen Z are only watching the first few seasons. Like, do they taper off? I don't know. They're watching know. all of it. Gen Z is yeah. doing everything to not hate Gen X for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> They're like, I, I, they hate us. Are we Gen X? No, we're millennials. Gen- no. no. well, I'm an, we're, I'm an L, uh, geriatric. Oh yeah, the geriatric. <laughs> that's horrible. I think I'm older than you, Brett. I'm really geriatric. Yes, yeah, so I did see that article and I clicked on it and was like, am I one of these? And that woman who and wrote it is a millennial. Away. So ma'am, sit down. We had a term. It was like old millennial, which sounds so much better than geriatric. Also, we were called Zennials at some point because yeah. we're yeah. Gen X millennial customers. And there's, but- there's a lot of term yeah I think one thing about friends is like it is unassuming like it does like for all its problems it doesn't purport to be perfect and I think a lot of things that kind of get canceled if you will or just are cringy are like we're doing a new thing and right. we have all these characters that's going to actually perfectly answer all diversity issues and this so doesn't do that that it's yeah. like well it's from 94. Also- in some ways it's like obsession with its own whiteness is and for the people who cannot see me, I'm black. <laughs> it's obsession for the podcast audience. <laughs> That's my theme song for white people. Um, <laughs> um, I will say that I do think, like, and there is something pure about its, like, in its in a its non desire to deal with like harsher right. yeah. issues. It is allowed to be its own thing, yeah. and the yeah. fact that it never took oh. on trying to have like. A diverse episode when they did bring black people in they dropped them in and it was never mentioned that yeah. they were black for the most part yeah that's um, true i mean nobody black speaks until aisha tyler right is that like gabrielle union had an episode before aisha before yeah. her Ga- yeah yeah gabrielle union and i'm certain they're probably like waiters or something yeah. right but like <laughs> but it's but and it's like not it didn't want to do yeah. that because it didn't have to. Yeah. And no one was really interested in doing that. It's kind of almost in a way, right? Sex in the City gets away with it for the most part. And then they have that really awkward episode mm-hmm. when they're like, I'm going to date a black man. It's like, well, Jesus. no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's only going to get worse on that front. Oh. But again, we can't do another podcast. We can't do another podcast. No, 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 no. I do have another theory, too, about, I don't know if any of you agree with this or not, but I also think there's something to be said about the fact that the six of the actors love it so much like they and each other and each yeah, that's other very, it's very apparent it's so special yeah and there's there did seem to be some dark years there were some dark years yeah. but they they make a concerted effort to speak highly of the work and of each other unlike other shows 
where unlike some shows where folks are not, you know, they leave and they don't have that sparkle in their eye. You know, even if some of it's a little bit of a PR job and even if they are, you know, brushing some things under their cover, like there's something about it that I think makes you want. I don't know. No, there's nothing better than when like li- when the girls all post on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Like it is truly like it, it warms all of our hearts. The friends are friends. Like, are friends. <laughs> well, that's that's so great because like I got to interview James Burroughs for work, which was just like wow. I can't believe because that's just like from Bob Newhart, Mary Tyler Marshall, all the way to mm-hmm. Friends, and shit's like oh my god. Um, but like the fact that when he did the pilot, he was like, "You all, ha- I'm taking you all to Vegas. Like you all have to be friends. Like if you're gonna make this happen, you all need to hang out." And I think it might have been like David Schremer or whatever was like actually the one that like rallied them all together and like they did poker games and stuff and then you get that great poker episode in season one that Mm -hmm. i just oh i love that episode well and like whether it's true or not the urban legend of the fact that every single day uh lisa jen and courtney had lunch together for 10 years is like this beautiful Mm -hmm. story of like even on days we did it is true and i won't hear anything (laughs) i believe it it's my gospel like the fact that they're like even if we got cut early we'd stay to have lunch (laughs) like i love that um, I do have a question. Have any of you, there is a book, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but there's a book called Generation Friends that's supposed to be like an <gasps> insider's look at the writer's room of Friends. Has anyone read it? Oh, cool. I listened to it. Yeah. Is there anything, is there any insight in there about sort of that shift that happens? Because it's the little bit that I have read in reading about the book, it seems like exhaustion plays a big part in why the seasons kind of taper off that like the schedule was just so grueling. I mean, it's so much TV. Think about how much TV it is compared yeah. to what we get for seasons. It's 26 episodes a year. I, I can't I think that them. was 100% the big thing that when I was listening to the, when I was listening to reading the book, mm-hmm. um, is, is that the only shows that are doing that now are either, like, the only show that's doing that now that has any kind of cultural resonance is Grey's Anatomy, and then shows that, like, yes, millions of people watch but aren't being talked about in that way so i think we forget that like making 26 uh 26 episodes of television hard jokes the filming schedule Mm -hmm. of like making that show seemed i didn't even really realize what it was and that the writers would sometimes be on set and pitching new jokes right and like it just seemed like yeah at a certain point you are going to get to a point where it's like chandler hates dogs go (laughs) i listened to a podcast episode (laughs) with i can't remember what the writers were but they were writers from like the first couple seasons and Mm -hmm. they would say like they ran the room so hard where it was like you would pitch a joke and if anyone had ever heard a variation of that joke before you had to rewrite it and because they yeah. were like they it was like oh, a yeah. weird pet peeve where it's like we will never ever repeat a joke and then they right. definitely that and it seemed like story was really important at the beginning mm-hmm. right like yeah. that they were very that they were very invested in making sure like okay it was okay if we have to make phoebe do something silly in this episode but she has to get back onto like track for some kind of arc yeah, yeah. and they all did eventually but Later on, you know, you, the machine needed to feed itself. <laughs> right. I'm sure, like, ev- and by the way, everyone's cash and big checks. So they were like, "Let's Huge go, checks. baby!" It's also on a TV schedule too. So, like, they're only they're only one to two weeks ahead of what's airing. So yeah. they're kicking right. stuff. Like, it's happening it's very lightning right. quickly. And also on a TV schedule of this is sweeps, this is Thanksgiving, this is Christmas, right. like all that stuff. Let's get a clip episode in here. Because well, <laughs> it like it makes sense like when you do a rewatch and you see a lot of those like clippy episodes or like memory episodes because I hadn't realized a single season of Friends required 72 separate plot points or 72 separate plots for a single yeah. season. Makes sense. Makes That's sense. crazy. There's also the story But it's also like great for like those clip shows. Mm-hmm. I, it's obviously awful now when we're like um binging through it, but imagine right you didn't see those episodes yeah. for a long period well, of time. For YouTube, it would it be was really amazing. Me- it would be really meaningful. Like I was 
I just rewatched the, all of the nanny. Of oh course. yes. Of um, course. And even binging it when it would get to the early clips of the show. I was like, I know I watched that last weekend, but wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, imagine if I had waited three years. hundred percent. Like that was such a gift when you couldn't just look something up again. Cause you were like, I've been waiting three months for this rerun. It's also remember that I, when I worked on Kimmy Schmidt and I talked to Tina about like binging versus because that was her first time writing something for just streaming and she was like it's kind of awesome because we don't have to every episode be like hi Liz it's me Jenna remember me I work on the show that you work on too yeah. because they had people they know that if you watch episode three you watched one and two and with friends every week we have right. to be like okay if someone's just tuning in this week is this also like a weird capsule that also makes sense and is fun for Ben. Hello, Monica. I live across the hallway. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. they always are having to throw in, like, exposition and background stuff yeah. because people aren't watching week to week necessarily, which I was like, oh. Friends was also one of the shows that really leaned into, con like, Cheers did it too, like, leaning into continuity and stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. Friends would do crazy shit, like, the one with all the embryos, and then they lose, and then Monica, they switch apartments for, like, three episodes. A like, like, a decently long time. Which, like, yeah. if you're just watching it out of nowhere, and all of a sudden you're watching your first episode of Friends, and for some reason Monica is acting scared of the apartment she's living in, and you're like, what? What, <laughs> what is, is this? this show? <laughs> this show is fucking weird. I love it. Well, I, I think this is a good time to ask you our next question. We want to know, what are your hottest takes? What are the things that you yeah. feel what about should have happened? What are the things that get you hot under the collar? The things that you have kept secret? Uh, or, you know, what are, what are your big friend's hot takes? Who should have hooked up? Who shouldn't have? Joey and Rachel should have never hooked up. That... Oh, see, no, I was going to say that my hot take is, is that I actually think that that is a poor execution. It's not a bad idea. It it's poor execution. There was a very good really Twitter was. thread that justified all of it that I was like, I like this Twitter thread. <laughs> like if you like watching the show back, I do think that there are like, and of course, right, I'm watching it now. Like, oh, eventually this happened. Yeah, you know, there are small things and they do. And those two do have like fun together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a certain looseness that comes from the two of them hanging out. I mean, my favorite like weird friend pairing is Rachel and Chandler. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah, I love yeah, But yeah. it's a very, but you only get it like I think they're not three together episodes. a lot. Yeah, when he gets yeah. handcuffed, pantsless, and her bosses handcuffed, yeah. pantsless, and cheesecake are the two that are coming to mind. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think it's it more of an execution like problem. Gas. And that's why it felt like yes. they did it because they were out of gas, and it was too soon to get Rachel and Ross back together. So yeah. we have to do something distracting. We don't want to introduce I, someone new. I don't know. I feel like maybe they genuinely did think it would work. Oh, and yeah. then because they had time, they were like, oh, no, no, no one likes this. <laughs> I, I knew a couple people that liked it at the time. I, I think my hot take is they should have, if if it's going to be a Ross and Rachel in game, as we as we kind of knew, it, it took so long. Like, I, I would appreciate them getting together and then just existing. Like a Jim yeah. and Pam. Like they're just a Like couple. a Jim and Pam. Or Leslie yeah. and Ben. Like yeah, but no one liked that, Jim and Pam. Not a good I, when they got together, I did. I, I mean, oh, okay. Well, sorry, I mean, guys. I'll leave. In, yeah, I mean, please, <laughs> please leave. leave. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm not saying they are a good couple or they are hashtag goals, but as for my entertainment, I liked it. It yeah. is weird when they like have a kid together and it's like they're like, guys, come on. What, like, let's, let's well, go. They would just, and that's like, when the show, we've really, at that point, we've gone way too long. Also, yeah. remember her pregnancy? How well, there then was, we're just there for guys. There was like. Things. The episode where we find it just felt like there were so many episodes dedicated to to demarcations of that pregnancy that it was like this is this is feeling longer than a normal pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I will say, my queen Jennifer Aniston slays that season. She's, She's so good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it is really wild though that they give that much airtime to a pregnancy for an actress who wasn't really pregnant. Like you would think Jennifer yes, Aniston was crazy. actually pregnant with how <laughs> much time they devote to it. But she's not. They didn't have to do that. Right. There's a whole thing with the I, sweater. But I think that's the show being so genuinely yeah. interested in the invest the maturation of totally. Rachel Karen Green. 
Yeah, oh, I'm, with I'm you. watching New Girl for the first time, and we won't get into a whole New Girl thing. But oh. Zoe Deschanel is pregnant in the. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I, Zoe Deschanel is pregnant in the season that I'm watching, and they just she's gone for yeah, like. Yeah. You notice? She's on you know, yep. You notice that yeah. the first like half of the season, it's all like boobs up for Zoe, Zoe Deschanel because any mm-hmm. like semi wide shot, I was like, oh, she's fully like nine pregnant. months pregnant in this season, and then she's gone. She's just gone, and yeah. Megan Fox is there. It's crazy. It's so weird. It's so but it was weird. on it's live so TV, so you have to yeah. do yeah. that. You gotta I do it. My hot take, and this comes up every Thanksgiving because you have to watch all the Thanksgiving episodes, oh. is Brad Pitt is not a good sitcom actor. He's bad. Oh, he is just, really bad. Yeah. I, I just Guys, watched I will that leave episode. this call oh, right Chris now. Chris left again. You got listeners, he came I'm back. Out. He came back, but then he's leaving. When, whenever people like shit on multicam acting, I want to just play them that one episode because you can see the nuance between the six professionals who have been doing it for a long time, know how to make everything oh, natural, yeah. and then Brad Pitt, who's just like, bring on the yams. Like he's just okay, so but big. You weren't you're asking for like for him to be a good weren't, weren't you having fun with just like, oh my god, he's married to I, her. Oh, no, that was great. Yes. Right? I, was having, I loved it. I was. I mean, there. yeah, like I could watch. And now they're divorced, and he hates her. Like that episode is going to pay dividends for years to come. It's like I watched that SAG Award picture. First thing I did was go and watch that episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My hot take is he should be the one doing the interview at the reunion. Oh, oh we would oh, love to God. see that. Guys, what's going on? Why aren't we producing it. this? We should make a f- few phone calls. <laughs> I would love to see that. Just drop her in. Or him in over because you know everyone is still like I mean Jen I know he broke your heart but well we they won't they we want to I watched that uh, ch- uh, that table read they, that Zoom reading they did a Fast Times at Ridgemont High for charity and yeah. that like oh, I, I mean, had that thing Zoom that that I was like looking at just the two of them the that thing is a <laughs> come on high pit <laughs> hey Aniston like, I was like Ooh. they're giving us what we're asking for they're playing <laughs> the game so well come these on. are stars these are stars how dare you Brett <laughs> no something is like he's perfect at everything else and it's really nice that this one thing he. He can't sell jokes. I think you're right. People do knock like a sitcom actor, but it is a real skill. It's a real I will say skill. that if we're going to knock a few people, it is the difference between Reese Witherspoon as a sister and Christina Applegate as a sister. Oh, yeah. Reese doesn't understand the assignment. She doesn't know the medium. Christina is it drops in there and pro. it's like, I never want you to leave. Yeah, yeah. And she's the one that came back for, what, two or three episodes? Like, she's in it more. I think three yeah. total. And won an Emmy, I believe. For a guest star, yeah. A well-deserved one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's not dead good. to me. <laughs> she's so good. I love her. She's Let's great. see, any other hot takes? Any beloved couplings or plots that you're like, no? I mean, oh, God. I guess maybe a hot take is I didn't care for the London stuff. <laughs> Is that a hot take? That is a hot take to me. me. My husband. You mean like them like hanging out in London, like all the nonsense, or you didn't care for the whole story? I think the episodes are fine. I think I just rather would see them in their sets. I don't know. I think it's just like the quality of show for those. I would have preferred had they just like stayed in sets. It is weird that they're like in different places. I don't need to see them like hopping around. Me neither. I can't believe it's taken me this long to bring this up, but at my wedding, <laughs> when it was time for my husband to say vows, he said, like, I, Sebastian, I like take, he said, take me, Rachel, to me. <laughs> and it Aww. brought down the, it was like 30 seconds of laughter and it was so great. And then I got to like feign being angry. <laughs> oh, cute. Oh was, my God. I don't love that you're Emily in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I don't love no, that. I would I not either. be happy if someone's bit made me Emily. Okay. Well, this is the other thing is like, I like Emily as a character. At least be Julie. Until, <laughs> no, until it gets to season five and it is like a, 
Hard. Yeah, that's who, it's that's really who Emily always was, that fucking bitch. Hard character yeah. assassination. And I'll die on that hill. Yeah. But, um, Brett, it's so opening. funny you bring that up because in anticipation of my wedding, I was honestly scared I would say Rachel. Not someone else's name, but I would just say Rachel, not as a bit, just. marrying a man. <laughs> <laughs> and But that was so put in my brain i thought i i love the london episodes for the plot of all of it well, I, I kind of yeah, agree with you. I like them being out in the it. city i think the plot is so great in terms of the nonsense stuff i hate that and i love julia roberts more than anyone else that episode is very strange <laughs> yeah. to me yeah. oh yeah where she tricks yeah. Chandler into wearing her underwear. Or like when Noah Wiley shows up, I'm like, guys, I don't need to see this. And, yeah, George Clooney with a, yeah. <laughs> I really like that one. And I love Noah Wiley more than George Clooney because I forgot he was there. <laughs> I did love any time we did other like comedic crossovers, though. I mm-hmm. love to see a Mad About You and a Friends and a Friends. Oh, my God. God. Caroline the City, wasn't Caroline on, like she was on it? Yeah, and then Chandler did a couple of episodes. He, Chandler went to Caroline in the City for like a couple of CBS All Access, here I come, Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I allow me one sidebar to ask you guys? Mm. I tried to get into Mad About You. Thoughts? Um, I like, uh, it's fine. I loved it. I loved I love it, it when it was on because I, but I, the, you you mean the original. You didn't try to watch the reboot, did you? I watched, I watched the oh, reboot. Oh, God, no. God, no. The I reboot, didn't get in that reboot. Lauren Brickman. God, help you and no. keep you. I'm gonna leave. No, um, I watched it. I thought it was kind of fun. I will leave with you. Let's yeah, go. Let's get oh out here. They left. They I'm went to a breakout room. You. They went um, to a breakout room. I support <laughs> Helen Hunt. What can I say? I love Helen Hunt too. I loved the original. I like the two of them and I like the way they play off each other. Yeah. It's nice. Don't you think that show, I went back, I watched five episodes. Don't you think that show could have written a few jokes? I mean, yes. I, for it's, sure. It's, I was watching. I was like, "Is this a sitcom?" Or like, fired. it seemed actual. It seemed actually more of like it would be made now. Yeah. It, 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 it seemed different. very modern yes. in the sense that yeah. like it is not a sitcom. It, there, it's, it's like we're just living in this apartment yeah. and like fighting occasionally. I was like, "It's what more is this? like a play of manners, like a like like a than like yeah. a sitcom." It's just I like it. It's different. It's it. I love someone mm-hmm. is a college professor. <laughs> play the of season, manners. The season but three I, Thanksgiving yeah. episode, Giblets for Murray, is one of the greatest Thanksgiving episodes because there oh, are yeah, some all the turkeys chucking the turkey out the window. Great. I have to say, in all right, guys, I'll go back. I'll season go back. three. Don't, to season don't three. watch the reason. Listen to this, Lauren, okay. not that Lauren. Don't but, watch the reboot. God help you. I was never the, going the reboot, though. There is an episode where uh the woman that played the, the sister, Helen Hunt's sister, is still a dog walker. I love it. And she's a dog walker for Jason Alexander. And the plot there is got Jason Alexander. No, because mm-hmm. Paul Reiser used to live across from Kramer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they established that in an yeah. episode of Mad About You. He lived yeah. there before Jerry did, so that's... It's all... It's very funny, though. It's very fun. I will say, I was just re-watching Lost, and I was like, you know what? We need to get back to, like, getting smashing shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that there was never a Lost Grey's Anatomy, like, yes. crossover. Yes. I'm like, we and need to get more crossover. That's true. I'm sure 100% we will get there eventually on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> that polar bear is going to come in <laughs> to Grey Sloan run Memorial. <laughs> Lord only is. All right. Well, we could talk hot takes all day, but I think it's time to play another game. Are y'all ready yes. for another game? Yes. Yeah. All right. So this game is called <laughs> I'm <at> the quietest. <laughs> okay. It was a reserve. I mean, I'm the only guest that has I'll the time to leave. I'll do it. Since I'm here. So this game's called "Who Said What." I'm going to give you a quote from the show, a famous quote from the show, and you all are going to try to name that character. Uh, bonus points if you can name the episode. All right. Y'all ready for oh. this? Yeah. Yeah, Brett is so excited. I'm like, I'm I'm nervous. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. Y'all got this. All right. If you want to receive emails about my upcoming shows, please give me money so I can buy a computer. Phoebe, are Mm -hmm. we are we going one at a time? You can just jump in there. It's Phoebe, Phoebe. and then I, I mean, I think she's at Central Park and she's saying sign up for her mailing list, right? Mm -hmm. Is it is it the Smelly Cat app? It's the one with Ross's denial, season six, episode three. 
All right. Here we go. Great. One point on the board for Adams. Oh, are you setting Ross up with someone? Does she have a wedding dress? I'm going to say Chandler. I'm going to say Joey. Okay. Brett? I say Chandler. Rachel? It is Rachel. Hmm. I shot with Rachel. <laughs> I, I feel like going last. It's like, come on, yeah. you got eliminated by the person in hey, it and two people. Hey, there we go. It does feel like a sarcastic Chandler joke in my defense. It does. It does. And I was like, you know what? Maybe they decided that day Joey could put his shoes <laughs> yeah, on. Sometimes and be smart. he got some jokes in. Sometimes yeah. He was smart. Yeah. Well, it was Rachel in the one with Ross's teeth, season six, episode eight. Oh, the teeth. That's, Demon. Such, that's a Demon. great. That's a great episode. <laughs> it's such a good episode. I love that episode. All right, here's one. I, I think we're all gonna get this one. It's a moo point. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. It's moo. It's Joey. <laughs> Joey. Joey. Moo point. <laughs> and they're at a party and there's like a table sitting there when he says yep, it. Yeah. It's the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs. Season eight, episode seven. Yep. All right. Here's one. Here's one that I misremembered who said this. Uh, I got one. Socks. Because your family's feet deserve the best. Monica? Yeah. It and- is Monica. Is it a Christmas episode? Are they doing a gift exchange? It's the one where Rachel goes back to work, season nine, oh, episode 11. When Chandler is uh, doing mm-hmm. advertising stuff. Yes, yeah. when Chandler's trying to yeah. break into the world of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. I remember right. Monica saying that. Where's that Real spin off? Those were dark days for they all of us. Very dark days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We all are doing great. Y'all are doing great. Next one is Shame on You. Ugly baby judges you. Chandler? No. Ross? Ding, 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 ding. It was Ross. But it's in the episode, the one where Chandler takes a bath, season eight, episode uh-huh, 11. Yeah. All right. How about this one? I mean, sure, I have my bad days, but then I remember what a cute smile I have. Phoebe. Phoebe. That's a Phoebe line. That's isn't Phoebe. It? Is it? Or Rachel. Sounds- it's Phoebe it's or Joey. Rachel. Ooh, that is Chandler. Oh. It's the one with the ballroom dancing, season four, episode four. Mm. That sounds like a that's a Phoebe confidence line it, if so I've ever heard that, one. You could give any friend, I feel like. That's Phoebe the thing. would be like, I, I, but I have such a cute smile. And Chandler would be like, well, smiles. I'm having a bad day. But then I remember. That's true. And I will say, Lauren, you were doing a great job of not reading these in any entity. So I don't think I could read any friend's line, not like yeah. the person who's trying well, to say it. Because that's the thing that when I was looking for quotes, that was the thing that I was like realizing. I was like, oh, so much of this is like the pattern. Mm-hmm. And they all have such distinct rhythms. Yeah. Uh, and when you take those rhythms away, you're right. A lot of these lines could be any of them. All right, here's the last one. And I'll admit, I cannot remember what episode it's from, but I love this okay. quote. The way I feel about you, it's like I finally understand what Lionel Richie has been singing about. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, is that... Oh, fuck. It's not... <sighs> Brett's upset. No, it's because I know... Chance. I love this line. Joey? The way I feel about you. Who says that? I do remember this line. The way I feel... I'm actually going to go out on a limb and I love it. say Rachel... No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know. I, I strike that. <laughs> yeah, Chandler. I don't know. I mean, there's that. Tell us. Is it endless? It's, I'm dying. It's Janice. That's what. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh my god! I said thing, Janice. I knew it wasn't one of the six. Okay. I was like, that sounds so. <laughs> little bingaling. <laughs> <laughs> well, very, very well done, y'all. Oh y'all crushed god. it. Y'all Amazing are... work. Amazing work. Amazing work. Absolutely. I do want us to go to the audio eventually, and I, my first instinct was Janice. It was a joke, but my first. Instinct <laughs> That's was... great. Amazing. You knew. You knew. I I didn't. I, I missed it. But great job. Great job to everyone. Um, y'all, before we before we say goodbye, we want to play for you all. I'm sure we've all seen it a hundred times, but we want to share it with you all today to keep it fresh because obviously we're we're here today talking about friends because of the the upcoming reunion oh. and so we're just i will cry i've only seen this twice i've cried and, every time i've watched well we're gonna watch and listen to the trailer one more time so that we can end today's podcast with some 
expectations, hopes, wishes for the reunion. Here we go. I'm crying already. The test is ready. Rachel wrote Ross a letter and demanded he read it before they got back together. How many pages was that letter? 18 pages. 18 pages. Front and back. Front and back is correct. Wait, wait, go on. They love each other. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Where's the tissue box? The cost of they don't show James Corden, which is funny. Of course uh, they don't smart. show James Corden. <laughs> smart. We've literally just slipped right back. Oh. We regret. We have such a bond from this show. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Yes. 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 Bullshit. <laughs> the first table read, that's the first time I laid eyes on any of you. Everyone was so perfect. My eyes. Yeah. <laughs> She's so good. remember I went to the producer of the show I was on and he said that show's not gonna make you a star I remember one time I had to have the news on and on the TV was an aerial shot of each of our houses roof is a mess it was an incredible <laughs> <laughs> we became best friends yeah I'm gonna cry now when I watch the episodes I'm laughing out loud because you all make me laugh so I hard. love her. God. I know oh. you know how big the show is. What you have given so many people is an experience of huge comfort. Oh, I did it! She looks amazing. We felt like we had these friends. Get out of you here, You did Gordon. not have them, Corden. Corden, you were in the UK having tea. Come on. It's so weird that Corden loved there. that UK two-parter. He, he literally was like, yes, said, he's Team Emily. We felt like <laughs> we guys. had these friends. That's what he thought <laughs> he should can't. say. Do you think they talk about Matthew Perry's addiction stuff when he says, I'm going to cry? I, I wonder. Think so. hey, I, the Fresh Prince one brought back the original so. Aunt Viv. We want to get into this now. Yeah. I'm like, the now we, I, that was two, that was what, 90 seconds? I could go two hours on I know, that. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm but, sidetracking. We'll uh, talk after. I have a few questions that I want to ask you all. So, my first question is, watching that trailer, what gets you excited? Like, what are the little kernels that you see or from what you know about this upcoming reunion? Like, what are you looking forward to about it? I'm, ex well, I'm, I'm excited that it's not just all of them sitting and talking, like that they're actually mm -hmm. like table read or like that quiz yeah. game, that they're at a fashion show. Like, that it actually does feel like it's going to be more of a nuanced celebration of the entire mm -hmm. series in multiple different ways, which I think mm -hmm. is so much better than just them sitting and talking or a new episode. Like, I yeah. don't, I, no, I'm I don't want a new episode, I don't think. First of all, I just want to say, I think what HBO Max is doing with these reunions is so amazing. Yes. When I saw the fresh, yes. I was I so tenuous about, I was so tenuous about like, oh, a friend's reunion when we were like, it's just going to be them talking because there'd been that shitty one mm -hmm. with that Matthew Perry. I think it was Matthew Perry wasn't actually, yeah, he was like, I'm not flying in for that shit. Yeah, the James yeah. Burroughs yeah. tribute. And uh, RIP? No, he's still alive. He's still no, kicking. He's still alive. I was oh, just okay, on a Zoom well, with Glad, to have, glad to have him with so us. Horrible. Director of every episode of Will mm -hmm. and Grace. We love him. But what I love about these is that it they are really embracing the idea of nostalgia mm -hmm. these hbo max like reunions and i hope they do them for a million i want it for shows i never watched or care about yeah. i think they're so amazing. the nanny has to happen and i love that when it cut yeah. to like janice actually yeah. i got like that's when i got because so much of friends yes of course it's the six of them mm -hmm. but there's the world around them it's a great is, like, world a good playground so, like oddly fleshed out even for people who like pop in once or twice like there are certain people who pop in like once or twice and you're like Oh my God! That's by the way. If Giovanni Ribisi walked in, <laughs> I would be happy. Like, happy to see him. Well, I'm so like, glad jo, that Elliot I'd Gould love and Christina Pickles are going to be there. Like they're on the guest list, and I'm just like, Christine Ross and Monica's mom. Her delivery of the line, it did not 
taste good is maybe the best line <laughs> so reading in good. all friends. Christina Pickles and Barbara Streisand's first husband absolutely needed to be there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it does. It really does feel like a celebration. You're absolutely right. I love that word. Like, they all seem so genuinely excited. I was watching an interview. They did this. Uh, there was this weird interview where they had the three guys and the three girls being asked the same questions, but split up. And, um, the what same, are they on the circle? <laughs> it was very weird. Um, <laughs> oh circle, put the cast Jen. of friends on the oh, circle yes. and don't tell the them. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, put them on Love Is Blind. Oh my Get God. Jennifer Aniston <laughs> in Love Is Blind. I would love. We'll say that's one. They're all doing a great job of being like, oh, we all love each other. We all love each other. Um, but I have to say, one thing that I'm concerned about is Matthew seems so old. He seems like he aged a hundred years in the past couple of years. Well, you were worried about Matthew. I felt like you know who I was worried about was Joey is so fucking pissed they got him at the end of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, I would never say that about a woman, of course. But they're yeah. catching him. By the way, I'm carrying my own weight at the end of quarantine. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed if they were like, hey, listen, Matthew. Matt LeBlanc, though, is having the time of his life in all of... But they're not catching so him good. in episodes, Matt LeBlanc, where he was looking at his peak salt so pepper. Good. He's so good in episodes, too. They're catching him at the end of quarantine. Yeah, it's, it's like water off a duck's ass. In all of the, like, press that they've done to, uh, like, interview them, he's having so much fun. He also, in in this interview I was watching, he revealed, like, pranks. Because one of the questions they asked were, like, what did you steal from the set? And um, they're all telling all the things I stole. And Matt LeBlanc's like, the only thing I stole was a license plate. And I put it on David's car and he didn't notice for weeks. <laughs> And it was very funny. And David was like, wait, you did that to my car? And Matt LeBlanc is like crying. He's <laughs> do like, do you think they're going to like, this is, the, do you think they're going to like reference like the animals? Are we going to see Marcel? Or yes, like please. I think the they chicken, don't, the duck? they don't like those animals. So I don't think so. I, I don't want, I don't need the I like the chicken, no, the duck. I don't need the Marcel. Yeah. But they have, Marcel is iconic. Everyone thinks Marcel was on for like 10 years and he was in like 16 episodes, maybe. Like yeah. he's And yet, however, giving the main love interest of your <laughs> sitcom that is a monkey yeah. is a wild yeah. choice. Wildest, so whether we Guys, like Marcel or not, he is. Yeah. Those animals are dead. Those animals are dead. Sorry. No, well, of course, I don't, I don't even think Marcel was played by one monkey. I'm sure he was played by like eight Marcel monkeys. was dead the whole time. That was the twins. Yeah. I think there'll be like a brief mention of it, maybe some pictures or a couple clips. Because David Schwimmer do you think they'll play? One. Do you think they'll play foosball? Yes, 100%. Aww. Yeah. And I think so Matt cute. LeBlanc is going to come for every single person's ass. Like even the little burns, like, do you think Courtney's lines are still written on the table? I love it. I love him. He seems like a good I time. wonder I how much of this set is truly original and how much is I was repurchased. About that too. Yeah. I mean, they, studios keep things. Like they keep everything. And just they would in keep case. friends, I would imagine. It seems like a lot of it is real because it sounds like they it was hard to get stuff from the set that the because it was like it wasn't like other shows that like end and then suddenly are famous. Like it was so iconic. They knew yeah. how iconic it was, and I think a lot of it got preserved. But it sounds like Lisa got the most stuff. <laughs> and they kept like because they were like, Oh no, I didn't really take anything. Like Courtney was like, I don't do that. Rachel or Jennifer was like, Oh, I have I, I one did. dress. And then Lisa was like, Oh, I don't have that much. And Je- I think it was Jennifer was like, You're wearing one of the rings. <laughs> Aww. She was very concerned she was that it wasn't stolen, and then they asked Matthew, and he was like, and she was like, oh, they were like, oh, you also have this thing, and she's like, no, Matthew gave it to me, and then they cut to Matthew, and he's like, oh yeah, I stole that for her. <laughs> it's like perfect. <laughs> it will be interesting to see how they run um, Marta Kaufman and I'm forgetting David the Crane. guy's name, David Crane, David Crane, into it because while 
so much of that show and our obsession with it is them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like it's not like Grey's Anatomy, right? Where we where we mm-hmm. want to be obs- where we're obsessed with Shonda Rhimes or The West Wing, where you are obsessed with that man whose name I can't Aaron remember. Aaron Sorkin, but that's we didn't. Yeah, it. it's like it'll be interesting to see how they are interpreted yeah, they don't in have because that I want to see status. them, but I also don't want to see them. Right. Well, I don't have a grind like an axe to grind with them. Like Krista Vernoff, if there's I ever do. if there's a if there's a Grey's Anatomy reunion, Krista Vernoff is going to have to account for her sins. She's going to be need to held accountable in a court. We're gonna, you know what? You guys are gonna have to welcome me back. We can talk <laughs> yes. about just this season of Grey's you know Anatomy what? and how fucking angry I am <laughs> and how Krista Vernoff honestly will never see heaven it's the because thinking, of what she's done. It's the thinking man's <laughs> gift, though, where it's like, you can't have a reunion if you never go off air. <laughs> she's like, we gotta stay on here. Just so keep I'm not it going. Help. Just keep, keep cranking it, going. it out. You know what I'm really happy about that I haven't heard about and I don't think is gonna be involved in the reunion in any way? Okay. And I love them on their own merits, which are few but the cast of Vanderpump Rules has not been invited to be a part of it in any way and they are obsessed with friends and talk about it all the time including Jackson Brittany in their wedding never vows. forget that icon they had that mm-hmm. stupid fucking picture yep. frame over their, they over have, their door I'd like to mention they have it on their door they don't have it over the peephole because they don't fundamentally get the gag <laughs> oh they're so oh, dumb it's not wait it's not over the peephole no, no. I, I've seen a, a specific photo recently that it's honestly much like i cried at the that clip i'm now like i've tears in my eyes over their stupidity yes <laughs> yes they're, they're very so i'm just glad that them being they are stands but that didn't give them an invite that didn't allow them to like ask a question from the audience they are out of it they have nothing to do with this world well it's friends also- is classic yeah and vanderpump rules it's not even of this moment it's of like two years ago so we're over and i love vanderpump rules although i can't I wait for their reunion i mean also, also yes can i say something that i haven't <laughs> I, I guess we can. I guess it's confirmed that we're not going to see this person. I'm really disappointed that Paul Rudd's not going to be there. I love Mike. Yeah, that, yeah. Mike is Mike for me. Mike and Phoebe are such an important couple to me. That relationship. It's a good you know, like the fact that they added the seventh person sort of at the end and like mm-hmm. it felt right. Like he fit yeah. in is very. And he was able to write hold that space yeah. mm-hmm. and be like someone mm-hmm. who we all collectively were like, oh my god. The guy from Clueless is on Friends. We yeah. were all like, let's go, baby. It's like he is a part dreams. of the fabric of the show. That is sad. Does his Marvel money make him too big for this? I don't think so. I think Friends I is as know. big as Marvel. I, I'm going to guess he wasn't invited for or whatever I'm, I'm going to assume he wasn't invited or available because he'll show up to anything. <laughs> yes. I'm certain if you guys had tagged him, he'd be here now. <laughs> he looks so good. His skin. Actually, oh, wait, him. he's in the waiting room. Ageless. Oh, my God, you guys. He's so got sorry. A lot. He's, he is got to have a little black in him. He's got a little black. I have to assume that he is a casualty of COVID and that it was like, <laughs> well, that, like no, hold on. No. He's dead? <laughs> All right. I, I thought I, I killed Jim Burroughs earlier by accident. He couldn't quarantine or something to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it was like, 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 like a Zoom video <laughs> montage. He's a casualty of COVID. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That took me to the that cut me. To the I'm so point. sorry. Uh, There's no one I love more than Paul Rudd. I'm so sorry, universe. Uh, oh God. Uh, but I'm. Can I ask you a question of you guys? Yeah. Who is like the friend who you feel not that you feel like has been most successful post their career because certainly we know who mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. Um, but whose work has like you have followed the most? Because in some ways, for me, it's Courtney Cox because I engage so much with Cougar mm-hmm. Town. Like she's the one who her outside of you friends' life. <laughs> I, I really I am never disengaging from Cougar yeah. Town. I'm always well, with I'm it. I'm thinking about Scream at every moment of every day. So oh, the bangs, oh my yeah. god, I watched those mid Pandy and wow, her performance is Gail Weathers. Sends me guess. every time. I'm a Lisa Kudrow. Like, yeah, Lisa Kudrow. The comeback. Kudrow. 
to have a character that I think might be better than Phoebe is mm-hmm. wild. Agreed. Like, God, she's so good. I have to so say, though... Oh. I, by the way, I should add, I love this <laughs> yeah. I have to say, though, I don't know that their body of work is what I like the most, but I think Matt LeBlanc is the one who grew on me the most because Joey... Yeah. Because of the Joey spin-off? No, Yes, because Joey... Justice for Drea DeMatteo. <laughs> Hey, I will hear no slander against Drea DeMatteo's <laughs> name. He was always like a fun character, but he was probably my least favorite character. Not for any, like, not because he wasn't great. Yeah. He, he was just a character that like I was like, eh. Uh, yeah. But Matt LeBlanc as a person, because uh, episodes and like every time he's interviewed, he's anytime so he does press, episodes. he's just, he has grown on me. So I've become, I'm a much bigger stand of him you know, 20 years later he has than the I was Rupert Grant quality of like, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be he here. He just seemed great, yeah. Caitlin, who is your person? I, I think it's gotta be Lisa Kudrow, yeah. but I, I I agree with Lauren. I like Matt LeBlanc as a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> I love him as a celebrity. But, and I love thinking of Friends as a prequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, yeah. to my favorite show, Joey. It's a prequel, yeah. it's a sequel. It's it's like The Godfather 2 in that way. Yeah, world. I definitely have very similar. I've definitely watched everything Jennifer Aniston has done. Oh, I, I can't I've watched say that. everything all of them have done. Yeah, I, I, I'll watch them. I missed some of Matthew Perry's Wait, work. No. There's a couple of. <laughs> I watched a lot of pilots because I love. I Matthew was going to say actually, I think Matthew Perry's done a lot of stuff. Wasn't he on a show called like Mister Sunshine? Yeah, that was unfortunate. Was the, one, the group therapy one. Didn't check in on that. Getting he wasn't he was in uh, in treatment. No, it was like go no. on the show about nurses. No, his wife died, and he got a group therapy with uh, everybody hates Chris. Chris, and then he was in the Odd so it seems Couple. Was he on in the we've all followed reboot? the least. He was in the Odd Couple. Yeah, reboot Couple reboot. Thomas Lennon, right? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I never watched them. No, I nobody so did. He followed Matthew. Nobody did. However, Brent. I followed Matthew the most while the show was on. Again, Fools mm. Rush In. Oh, I saw oh, it over the weekend. Fools Rush In. Fools Rush In. I watch. It is a. Constantly. It is an it's iconic so rom com. It must be given more respect. It's so good. The Hoover. The Hoover Dam. Is that mm-hmm. where they meet? Oh. I think Matthew's the one who has. I'll say it let me down the most just because I loved him. Like, Fool's Rush In was so good. And him being, like, the next great leading man in rom-coms, I was so here for it. And then he didn't really follow that things up. Got, things got hard. Things, things got, got hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. He had a Nora Ephron must have not liked Yeah, him. something like that. I liked Studio 60. Maybe I'm alone. I, li- I'm, I, I watched like all of it. Shows. <laughs> I, like, I like a walk and talk. I like sports night. I, I like a walk and talk. So Crazy I like Christians. You, so like Sarah Paulson's, you like Sarah Paulson's worst performance? I mean, yes. Wow. I Which, like uh, that his good. stepdad <laughs> is the guy from Dateline. Mm, mm. His stepdad is that like host in like October 30th, 1997. Disappeared. <laughs> And I will say, didn't Matthew Perry date Lauren Graham? I will always respect him for that. Feels like I can only that imagine that they did. Just status. He dated Lizzie Kaplan for a long for time. For a long, oh, yeah, that's right. time. And he's engaged now. I might have made up that Lauren Graham it relationship. It sounds so correct. Though. It sounds right to me. It sounds right. I want it to be true. It feels like something I read in her book. I know I read her book, but I don't recall Listen, his name. Listen, I've it, read th- at this point, Caitlin and I have read thousands of pop culture memoirs. It's hard to keep the plot straight. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just assume Lauren Graham and Matthew Berry dated. Let's, it's canon. It's canon now. Listen, done. My my brain stopped being able to hold space after I read hundreds of pages about Patty Lapone and Kevin Klein. <laughs> oh my god I, we'll talk about something I could go on forever about Patty and Tony <laughs> Kevin that's a couple oh. that if Instagram had been around I'm sure there would have been some crazy lives mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely do you guys have a favorite friends line um why yes Ross pressing my third my third nipple opens the delivery entrance to the magical land of Narnia <laughs> mine might be your first name crap last name bag Bag. Mine isn't a full joke, but I like when they um when the guy doesn't think that Ross and Rachel look right together. Oh, yeah. And then he's mm-hmm. like, We've had sex 
298 times. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you counted. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Not to go again, but like a line that I think of all the time is the Thanksgiving episode where Monica dates Richard's son briefly. Oh, and yeah. she's like, come on, Phoebe, you Michael understand. Bartan. And, Bartan. And, and Phoebe's response is, yeah, I can see where I'd be your best shot, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I think is of that a good all one. The time. Phoebe yeah. has so many good lines. I got the hummus. Oh, I mean... my two favorites are Phoebe lines. One that I can never use because why would you? Which is you never run on a barge. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Ross, when I think it is Ross, I think it's in the episode where he's admitting that he's still married to Rachel, and he says, "Do you want to hear something weird?" And her intonation, she turns to him and goes, "Always." Oh, <laughs> I love it. And I can't. I never. I always say the word "always" in that. Always. <laughs> who Who is your favorite? Not not from the core six, but sure. favorite non core six oh. love interest. Love interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's very problematic mm-hmm. in IRL, but I love Michael Rappaport and Fee. I think that mm-hmm. energy oh, yeah, of the I two. Did like him I, I love the energy, and I hate the fact that he shoot whenever he shoots oh. the bird and she oh. has to get out of bed. I am so like, God yeah. damn it, you no. really ruined yeah. this. I love this. I yes. really liked uh, Paget Brewster. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh yeah, that really Chandler in a box like that. Re- oh, that was such a good. That was fun. But then she also just I like it. Up. You didn't find her to be a bit of a bummer. Yeah, energy. but it kind of worked. It, it works for Chandler. It worked for, yeah. <laughs> I did, it did not work for me. That She did not have that Paul Rudd, let's keep her around energy. Julie! <laughs> yeah. Neither I did like Julie. Julie. I love Julie. I, I, like I can Julie. only. It's Julie. I, it's, yeah. Julie. Oh, it's Julie. Isn't that, isn't that, what is it? Isn't that kick you in your spin pants, spit in your face, fantastic. Kick you in the car, spit in your face. Cross, spit in your face, fantastic. That's Rachel. Uh, I uh, like but David. I, she's really well David. cast, because Julie's supposed to... Yeah, I like David, and I love that he comes back from men's and like, Phoebe has to choose. <gasps> and as he's leaving, and he's like, Good trip, because <laughs> like all his research gets ruined and he loses. <laughs> I love the moment when he's when uh, he like thinks that Mike might actually come to Minsk. He's like, well, if you're actually there, like look me up. Like <laughs> so, Jen, oh, he's so good. I, I have to say, one of my favorite. It's so bizarre. We mentioned it briefly earlier. I loved Bruce Willis and Jennifer Aniston. That weird. She's dating Ross's girlfriend's dad. I loved him. He was so, it's such a different energy, but he like, it works. I don't know. He's good. That's one of my favorite like star turns yeah. on Friends. I think after Christina Applegate, he might be my favorite because yeah. he's playing obviously mm-hmm. where it's, he's so different than like how we think mm-hmm. of him. I love a bro- the Brooke Shields. Oh. I can't get him. She was. She's so good. She's so good. She's so good. And to bring up celebrity memoirs, you should read Andre Agassiz, and he's such an asshole mm. about going to this taping of Friends. He's so rude. He's like never heard of Friends. He's so mad that Brooke Shields kisses Joey mm-hmm. or Ch- Chandler, and uh, it's like he's just he's horrible. Andre Agassiz is one of those men who I'm like, look, is he a complete asshole and probably disgusting? Absolutely. Would I still like to see it? <laughs> yes. I think those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. I think he's very aware of that dichotomy. And by the way, I never, I never will see it. He's you basically fiction. He's fictional to me. I don't have to really deal <laughs> with his problematic nature. So, like, he might as well. It'd be like, oh yeah, like I'd like to have sex with this person. It's like, you know, although I don't want to have sex with Andre Agassi. Please don't post that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna have to wrap up pretty soon. But final hopes, wishes, dreams of things you do or don't want to see at this reunion. I want to see, I do want to see as many guest stars as COVID would allow. I do want to see, I think that like Chris is right, the world that they created with fun guest stars to paying off of the characters is really awesome. And I do want to see us talking about real life shit that happened between them in during the 
I want to like know if anyone's secretly dated. I want to know yes. about Matthew Perry's addiction stuff. I want to know about all of that. Mm, agreed. Mm. Who kissed who, baby? And what pills they were on when they did it. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? They've got to, they have to do something to celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, oh, they yeah. have to do like a month. Like, there has to be some shout out to the fact that they have the best Thanksgiving episodes. They really uh, do. When Courtney Cox put the turkey on her head on her Instagram, mm, I right, died when I ascended right. to heaven. <laughs> I loved it. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Another one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I love it. Well, I will say I do quote constantly my least two favorite things. Complex carbohydrates and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I- I just hope that we, I, I love the idea that they're sitting and reading mm-hmm. sections of yeah, like the, best, I think that's really the fun. scripts. I think that's so great. And I hope they, and obviously they're not going to do like one full yeah. script. I really hope that they take like, if they are doing it, they do multiple scenes and like the right ones that also include when they broke. And if they could please have them, and this is very specific, watching the clip where Ross is performing on the backpipes and they're all laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> them watching them break would make me Yeah, or like happy. to see blooper reels. Or, or also like the untaste like feet. Mm. Oh, you know what? Feet. And with the table read stuff that we know is going to happen, I hope the reveal is that they each got to pick a scene. Like, I, Ooh, oh, that's that's I hope it's that's, four the hours. one was like 75 minutes, so I'm hoping we're getting, you know. Yeah, honestly, like, this could be, if they announced it was like 88 hours, I'd be like, great. I'm, what if it was an episodic? We had like episodes of it. I would It'd watch be much them. like the Gilmore Girls reunion where I cleared my day, which I believe was Thanksgiving, and told my family I won't be Which it was kind of like what they did with the real world New York reunion, where it was like yeah. six <laughs> episodes. And one of them has suddenly become a weird, oh. mystical, healer Karen lady. It's And Heather B. shows up. Oh, Heather it. B. should Host. Yes, if God damn it. Oh, fuck. Anyone. Fuck. Uh, Heather, uh, B would be great. Heather B should have hosted uh, that. Bring some New York. All bring right. some New York. Well, that was a misstep from HBO Max, but here's hoping that they, here's hoping they, they make it up for us by, I hope, my biggest hope is that there is a genuine surprise. I hope the six actors, I hope someone who is not listed, who is not billed, shows up and. Would that be Paul Rudd? If the universe loves me. Because Tom Selleck's oh, already, well. he's in the trailer. So yeah, Tom Selleck's in the trailer. We know also, he's there. He is not a, his gun-toting ass <laughs> Republican is not a surprise for me. No thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's going to be like, watch Blue Bloods. Not to get political. <laughs> no, please um, get political. All right, so we, uh, we'll, be, we'll be tweeting about the show. We'll be tagging all of you. But where can our Stan Stans find you to uh, air their grievances with all of our hot takes? <laughs> um, I... Uh, I'm on only Instagram at I'm Lauren Adams, but can I plug something yeah. that also is friends related? I got to shoot a tiny little scene in the <gasps> new um, series of special with our queen, Jessica Hecht from yes. Friends. So yes. she is as wonderful, lovely, and incredible as you could. That is amazing. Stream special okay. is out now. Season two. And special is an amazing show. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yes. Wow, I'm friend of the pod, Lila Cohan is writer on it. Thank God. Love it. Thank God, Lauren, that you warned me ahead of time. My heart can take seeing your face on the screen. I won't freak out. Y- you, you don't blink. You will miss, but it was a day. <laughs> With Jessica Hecht, and that's all I really cared about. We love it. Legend. Great. Chris, where yes. can the Stan Stands find you? You can follow me on Instagram, CLewis1219. All you're going to get is me probably talking about <laughs> celebrities wearing bad wigs and the nanny, perhaps. Oh, it's a lot of fun. All our listeners just went to Instagram immediately. <laughs> <laughs> find this guy. I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing it right guys, now. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was fun. And I'm sorry, I think at a certain point I just started asking you. We, no, we love it. <laughs> when that happens. We love when that happens. 
and Brett. And Brett. Musty TV. Yeah, everyone can follow uh, me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett White. My podcast is Must Have Seen TV, and we are coming up on Pride Month, <gasps> um, where I'm doing a whole bunch of uh, gay episodes. But first, I have to do another Heart to Heart episode, because yes. I'm a monster. <laughs> I make people who don't even know what that show is watch episodes of Heart to Heart, and they are blown oh, away. Not know what you are doing the Lord's work, Brett. <laughs> and you yes. can also, uh, Decider.com, I will definitely have some reaction to the uh, Friends. Awesome. And listen to our episode on dinosaurs <laughs> to just jump in and to start the dinosaurs reunion. I gotta listen to that. You oh. must. You must. Uh, well, you can find us at We Stand Social across every every dang platform that there is. Because mm-hmm. Caitlin and I, like we said, watch 275 hours of television each week and we need multiple platforms to talk about it. <laughs> and we'll be watching the reunion. I'll ride along with you and we can't wait. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.